Hi, everyone. I'm Barbara Beck, host of Welcome Home on Good Life 45. And you're listening to my good friends, Fritz, Mike, and Tina, right here on God Stories Radio, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement to the world through the power of the Christian testimony. Keep listening for a big blessing from the Lord. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 302. I'm Fritz. And I'm Joe. And we are live in studio getting a couple of technical things figured out. Uh, We're going to get some audio back in Tina's ears here. How's everybody doing out there? We got a good crowd on Mixler, it looks like. A bunch of folks have joined in. I see Robert Herman out there. Roberto, how are you doing, brother? And I see Angel Rogers out there. Angel Rogers all the way from Lake City, Florida. Where's the Mitch Gitchy? <laughs> hey, Angel. Nice to have you on the show. Nice to have you. Um, we got the in the house tonight, Mr. Nola Joe. Mojo Jojo. Hey, AKA hey. Joe. Handle Good. in the chat for us because uh, I know you guys are going to chat up a storm. you eating some supper. I love it. <laughs> Finna. <laughs> I'm finna eat some supper. <laughs> ah. That sounds very Lake City. <laughs> All right. Well, I say that we, uh, I say that since we're live right now and we're going to get this thing ready for broadcast I anyway, we, so, you we know, do this I... a, uh, we do this a quick three, two, one. And, uh, Fritz, you come in and welcome us to which episode of this is. Uh, so the music is fading out and, uh, three, two, one. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 302. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. And in the studio tonight is Mr. Joe Ormsby, friend of the show. Well, great hey, friend. Absolutely. Great friend. Hey, everybody. Really, really glad to be back tonight. Uh, 302. My goodness. Right? Cooking Gosh. along here. It's, it's still going. We had 300 and everything went south. Yeah. But uh, we're back. But we're back. Bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement to the world 24 hours a day through the power of the Christian testimony. I got to pick on you from last week. Please uh, do. Very beginning of last week's episode. Sitting there. I'm listening. You titled the episode. At the very beginning, you said, I'm going to call it We're Back. And I thought, that's great. And Tina had, yeah, that's a good title. And then I went and re-listened <laughs> tonight because I like to just kind of remind myself where we left off, where yeah. we're picking up. And uh, no, no, it's nobody died. I was like, hold on, you forgot the very first words out of episode 301, the we're title. Back. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what struck me about she said nobody died here. And I'm like, you know what? That hits home with me. <laughs> Because I didn't. Just uh, just goes to show you that everything's fluid. That's right. You got it, brother. Well, Man. I'll tell you, another another weekend. We, uh, gosh, we got to hear your story last week. And first of all, I've got to applaud both of you for having, I don't know if courage is the right word, but just having the willingness to just come out and lay all the cards on the table and say, this is us. This is where we are. This is the raw, authentic way that we were feeling. Because so many times, I think, uh, when you have a platform like this, the expectation is that you always serve up happiness and hope and sunshine and comfort. And, and it's not that you're not doing that. But for me, at least, it felt incredibly relatable in different areas of my journey and my path and and being able to think back and go, gosh, yeah, I, I'm 
walking this walk and trying to find my path in my own spiritual journey. But I've stubbed my toe a couple times along the way, and it's hurt. Nothing like what you've been through. But just for you to, to be willing to be that transparent and to come out here and say, this, this is us. And you know, yeah, I've been ticked. I've been down. I've been lost. I've been hurt. Um, I appreciate your willingness. I appreciate that, Joe, because I, uh, I couldn't liken it to anything else but a modern-day Job experience. I, I couldn't figure it out. I was like Job. I couldn't figure out uh, anything that I had done to deserve what was going on. But yet again, it was going on. And I think too often we feel as Christians that we've got to make everything look pretty, you know, and it's it's just not real. It's not what life is really like. Life is dirty and it's ugly and you get messy. Um, you know, I always think about Jesus's feet, you know, he had to walk on the same muddy ground as everybody else. Yep. So he had dirty feet, you know, but that's what it takes. You know, when you're walking on the journey, it takes you getting your feet dirty. You know, but if we're not transparent and we're not in the trenches with the people that we bring an encouraging message to, then we're spinning our wheels. Well, I just felt, too, that it's important for people to understand what we've been through so that they can not only continue to relate to us and and feel a sense of family with us because this is what you do with family. You're real with family. You're not fake with them. Amen to that. And then they can also see how God will show up in our lives to pull us through these times. You know, because we know that he will show up. We have that confident hope. Um, and assurance that he will not forsake us and abandon us, you know, and that he's working everything for our good. And when when you go through some of the stuff that we've gone through, sometimes that gets really hard to believe. But yeah. it doesn't mean that it's any less true. And you, you talked last week about a couple of things that I think started to come through. But as I was reflecting on tonight, and thinking about what are we going to get into and what are we going to talk about and how do we move from there? I've, I've had the privilege to walk much of this journey with you. Mm -hmm. And it really struck me uh, that it's important to call out that idea that we're not meant to go through this journey, this life alone. We're, we're meant to go through this experience in a in a sense of community with others, with our brothers and sisters that sometimes we lift up and other times they lift us up. But I know for my personal journey and walk, those times that I've felt lowest, I've only been able to see the light on the other side because of the people that surrounded me. Boy, that's a, that's a mouthful of truth there, Joe. Because I don't know where we would have been without the prayers and, and the support of the people and people putting faith in action and putting hands and feet before their faith in action, you know, because faith without works is dead. And I don't take that lightly anymore. When I, when I tell somebody I'm going to pray for them, I don't forget. Yeah. So that's, that's not just followed up with the little, 
emoji hands that right. suggest that Correct. I, I intended to do it. It's the actual intention of stopping and pausing and having a conversation. Because that's a pretty serious commitment when you think about it. You know, don't tell somebody that if you don't, if you don't have a desire to do it or you don't, you're not going to do it or you don't think you'll remember or pray with them right then. Yeah, I always find that if you're going to tell somebody you're going to pray for them, just go ahead and stop and pray for them right then and there. Right. Then you have no risk of forgetting, et cetera. Um, and, you know, it's it's important for us to stay true to our word, like you're saying, Fritz, because you need to tell somebody you're going to do something, you doggone well better do it. You well, know? their life may depend on it. Their life may very well depend on it. I know that if it hadn't been for folks praying for us, we would not have gotten through oh, guaranteed. what we've gone through. And, you know, to your point about, you know, our church family and church friends showing up and not just church friends, but just other Christian friends in our lives, just showing up and being there for us to say, hey, we're walking this journey with you guys, um, you know, and just different people supporting us at different times has been amazing. Um, it's I know that uh, I'm. I've been changed by this entire process. Like everything that has transpired over the past year, has definitely changed me at a deep level. Um, I don't know. I can't put into words what those changes are, but I'm different. I'm not the same human being. You know, I represent uh, a different side of the story that we started hearing last week. And for any anybody who's just tuning in, uh, maybe who missed last week, I do encourage you, hang out with us tonight, but make sure after this, you go back and just give a quick 25-minute listen to last week's episode to, to get caught up on, on what's been going on. But I want to speak also to everybody out there who's maybe not physically or personally going through a deep valley right now, like the both of you are. You probably know somebody who is. And sometimes... That can be just as scary a place to be because yeah. you, you don't know what to do. And I know I had many a conversation with, we lovingly call ourselves the family, right? It's that's you don't get to, to pick your family, but you get to pick your friends. And so our, our inner circle has kind of coined ourselves our, our little family circle. But many a times I'd get a phone call from one of the family members and, you know, hey, have you heard from? What's the update? What should I do? Can I do anything? Should I call? I don't want to intrude. Am I, am I being too pushy? And I, I struggled with the same things sometimes as close as I am to both of you, but I would worry about those things. And so I think it's important to remember that as Christians, we're going to walk this path and sometimes we're going to be the ones lifting up and sometimes we're going to be the ones lifted up. But it's okay to not know what to say or to not know what to do. And if you have somebody in your life that you know needs hope, needs God, needs love, needs support, but you're, you're scared, you're scared to step into the space because you don't know what you can do, I encourage you to still go and sit in the discomfort because it means more oftentimes than you realize. And there's a, a level of discomfort as well when you're on the receiving end 
of people just doing for you when you're accustomed to being self-sufficient or independent, etc. I know that it's always very, very difficult for me because it's a pride, right? It's a pride issue on the inside. It's very difficult to receive help because you think about, well, gosh, these folks have families of their own, you know, they're working people. And then, you know, we're just adding to their burden. But, you know, I always try to remember what somebody told me long ago that you are robbing people of a blessing if you don't allow them to help you. And, you know, a lot of times I've had to learn how to swallow my pride and accept those blessings um, and just take them. But it's, it's not easy for my personality type or whatever you want to call it, um, or I haven't quite gotten through all the pride issues yet of allowing people to help. And then I think, too, just it's been really difficult because sometimes you just feel so depressed, you know, and it's just really hard to pull out of it. Um, and, you know, it's not something you feel like you can control. So, you know, feelings, it would be nice if we felt like we could control them because then we wouldn't have to be depressed. But it's it's a season sometimes. Well, I think that breeds depression, you know, the fact that we can't control and that we're out of control, but that's exactly where God wants us. He wants us out of control. So that we can depend on him. That's correct. You know, Paul prayed many times from prison, how he felt out of control, poured out like a drink offering, hopeless. But he knew he knew that God was directing every step, his path, and if it was to be there in prison, so be it. He accepted it. I think so many times, too, I felt so empty on the inside because it's like, you know, we didn't have very much time to accept or go through the steps or stages of what we were going through before the next thing happened. And it was just sort of like, I see it coming out at different times now, now that life has sort of calmed down again. And I'll hear a song or somebody will say something and I'll just drop and cry like at the drop of a hat. Be and I'm not that type of person. Um, and it's I used to say to Fritz, I think something's wrong with me because I don't cry, you know. Yeah. And then it's been like the exact opposite this past year. It just seems like so much has happened that has, you know, pierced my heart and um, made me so sensitive, you know, to certain things on the inside. And I don't know. I don't know whether that's good or bad, you know. I, I don't think that. I don't think a label fits that. That's right. That is what it is. It's not a statement that I, I like in the workplace, right? When people say that to me, I'm thinking, all right, that's a cop out. But I think that's more of the the out of control that Fritz is alluding to is that sometimes it's it's that serenity prayer, right? We have to be willing to stop and and just accept that sometimes it just is what it is. 
And we're not going to get the answer. We're not going to get the clarity. We're not going to figure it all out. We sure would like to, but we're not. And that's okay. And I think that that's where I think back to, you know, a couple of years ago when, when I lost my job through the, the COVID experience and I was in my valley. And then you've, you've been through a deeper and a darker valley. Not that we're, you know, measuring the size of our valleys or anything here, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it, uh, you do win. Um, but it, it does bring me back to, to where my heart was really leading tonight. And that's that in my personal experience, you have to have your people, you have to have your community. And when you are feeling defeated, when you're feeling shut down, when you're feeling isolated, when you don't want to get out of the bed or, or, or come out, uh, to quote Dr. Seuss, I've got young kids, right? When you're, when you're caught in a slump from all the places you'll go, right? Uh, <laughs> unslumping yourself is not easily done. And, and, and frankly, I don't think that it's possible to unslump yourself. I think you have to have somebody else or, or a community have. of people that are going to be there for you. And so I think that's the, the real encouragement tonight that, that if I was going to leave our listeners with anything today, it's look around and identify your community. Who are your people? And if you don't have your people, it's time to start finding them. Whether you get into a, a life group or a Bible study, maybe get engaged in some sort of uh, different thing or activity at your local church or whatever that looks like, but start to find your people where you can truly peel off all the masks and be you, be genuinely and authentically you so that you can walk this journey that Christ has charged us with to love one another, to build one another up. And gosh darn, to make sure that when you're the one that's down, there's somebody there to love you. Gotta have a village. You do. You do. It really does. It takes a small village to navigate this planet. And when you look at when Jesus came to this earth, he had his people. He had his 12. Sure did. You know, one of the 12 was, you know, rotten, but it was still his 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 group, you know, that he did life with. Mm-hmm. And It's um, kind of apropos, though, you know, because there's always a rotten one in every group. <laughs> there's always that hard-to-get-along, <laughs> abrasive personality. <laughs> I just keep waiting for you to tell me if it's me. Oh, no, no way. Sir. No way. <laughs> No way, buddy. Yeah, but, um, you know, the point being that, you know, Jesus had surrounded himself by a group of people and they were people he did life with. And they were people that he asked to pray with him and pray for him and to be there with him, even though they failed him many, you know, much of the time. They were still his, you know, and we are his, too. Absolutely. It's beautifully said, babe. Beautifully said. I didn't prepare much from a scripture perspective, so I'm going to oh, good. fully, I was hoping that's what you fully were disclose there. that uh, I'm, I'm Googling right now. And, and so I cannot, I try to do this ahead of time most of the time. I can't vouch for the whole chapter, but I really do like what Galatians 6.2 is saying and carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. And, Amen. And I think that that really speaks loud and clear to what we're what we're leaning into tonight. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, it's important to have community. So, I didn't prep you for this one. All right. But we're going to go there anyway. Let's do it. We're live. There's only, you know, a bunch of people listening live <laughs> to this right now. So, <laughs> let's put you right on the spot. <laughs> Episode 299. We were dabbling into the idea of a Bible study. Yes. And we were reading some scripture, and the idea was that it was going to be kind of a, a team think. Let's guide ourselves through this experience. Then we had the big 300 blowout, and then you had to go get a bigger valley than mine. Um, <laughs> but now we're back, and it's episode 302. Where are we going? Yeah, I, I would love to continue the Bible study. I really would, you know? I, yeah, absolutely, Joe. And and uh, it's, it's no uh, coincidence that you brought that up, because that's been on my heart, and I think you and I even discussed it. And I think we need to to get back into it. And maybe we need to do larger chunks. Maybe we yeah. need to do, yeah. maybe we need to do books or half of books as opposed to just, I don't know. What do you guys think? Weigh in out there. Come on. There's a lot of people on Mixler tonight. Would you want to, want to pick back up the Bible study? I know there was a bunch of you on there with us and we can, you know, go, we were in Genesis somewhere. Yeah, we were in Genesis. Um, I'm sure I have it written down exactly where we were. Your handy diddy notebook definitely has it. What page it's on, I don't know. <laughs> I can't follow your notes. She's but got a mini filing cabinet in that thing. I want to say we were in the 20s. That's that's where I think we were. But that doesn't mean... it's. It, we've had a large gap of time. It doesn't mean that we have to pick up exactly where we left off. It, it you know, I, I think that we've got some flexibility here to really talk about it. But I'm... I am encouraged by something that, that I'm doing with our church that just started this past week where the church is doing a, a family night where people come together and have a meal and, and they're guiding us through a, a group Bible study. I think we're doing the uh, Galatians in eight weeks or something like that. I, I don't want to wash, rinse, repeat the same thing here in this room, but but I kind of like the idea of being intentional about figuring out what we're going to do and maybe posting what scripture we and our listeners that want to participate could read. And, you know, maybe we could even do some uh, some call-ins if one of our listeners that, you know, is with us a lot of the times uh, feels something or is moved by something. They could come join us in studio and unpack, or maybe dial in and call and unpack uh, one Gosh, of the weeks with us. I think that's us. fantastic. I yeah. think that is fantastic. We had left off with Genesis 16 through 20. So we got through 16 through 20. So we were doing about four verse uh, chapters at a time. Four yeah, to five. we were doing, yeah, four to five chapters at a time because... Um, we felt like that was an achievable goal for people to be able to get through, um, you know, a realistic goal, um, you know, because everybody's busy and working, et cetera. But, you know, Genesis has a lot of chapters. So, I mean, if we were to go at that pace, we'd still have like one, two, three, four, five, six more weeks of Genesis. Well, let's, I vote, we pick it up and I'm going to encourage and we can we can post what we've already done in the episode numbers for those that are catching up. But I think it's what two episodes, maybe three at the most that you might want to listen back to to start at Genesis one and and catch up to where we were in two ninety nine. And why don't we pick it up at 
16 through 20 next week. Yeah, session 295 was Genesis 1 through 3. So if you go back to session 295. Okay. Um, that'll take you at the beginning of when we started Genesis. And then, of course, it ends at session 300. Wow. So what do you think, guys? Weigh in. You want to do that? Uh, I do want to encourage you, though, to check out a podcast called Bible Books in 30 Minutes. That's a good one. This guy, he's, I don't know if he's um, Australian or No, he's, he's British. British. Mm-hmm. And they break down the books of the Bible in 30 minutes, and that's his whole podcast. And I I am so encouraged by this. I would love to not do his platform, but I would love to have those kind of discussions. It's called The Bible Books in 30 Minutes. It's a great podcast. It's They're very short. They are actually 30 minutes, and he'll break down a whole entire book of the Bible. And uh, you will, you'll be amazed at Job. Yeah, it's it's um, a high-level overview, so it's not a deep dive, you know, and then I think that was the difference between what we were doing is that we were doing a deep dive. But, you know, what's nice about things like that, like the Bible Project or uh, Bible Books um, in 30 Minutes, is that when you get that high-level overview, it lets you know what the book is all about, and then it helps you to put it all together you know, when you start doing the deeper dive, because sometimes what can happen when you're doing the deeper dive is you get separated from the overall concept that the book is trying to talk about in general, you know? Yeah, I think I think because it's really front of mind right now because um, I just went through it. But mindsetting is so important when you go to read the Bible. And somebody called it out recently that I really respect that in the West, we have a tendency to read the Bible very selfishly. We read the Bible and we just kind of interpret it based on our points of view, our life experiences. Today, we we snag a couple of scriptures, like I just did, admittedly, a few minutes ago uh, on Google. But it's important to really stop and understand what was that book actually written for, about, by, why, and Galatians is a good example. You know, Paul. Yeah, uh, Donnie Seeger just said, uh, I think it's a great idea con- to continue the Bible study. I'm actually going through Galatians right now. Yeah, so Donnie, I, I learned recently that uh, Galatians was written by Paul, which I had always known. What I didn't realize is it was written by a very angry Paul. Yeah. He was, he was mad, mad as can be when he wrote that letter. And, uh, you know, the, the, the timing of the letter and what was happening in the world and, and the, the argument and the fight between whether abiding by Mosaic law gave you the right to be a Christian or not, all those components are, are playing into it. And I'll be honest, as I read the book with the context of why it was written, who it was written for, what was happening in the moment, all of a sudden those words meant something very different. Than when I had just read it, just to check off that book and say that I've read it. So I, I, I like that call out. And, and I think that you're right, Tina. Bible books in 30 minutes can really help to get some high level context of, hey, here's the gist, here's what's going on. And then, yes, the, then you can get down into it, kind of the line yeah. by line. Here's starting the players. To, this, is, this is the participants. This is what they did. 
Mm-hmm. And then you kind of have a, an, an understanding, then you can unpack it a little better. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of what we were focusing on, too, as we were going through a few books at a time was because, you know, a lot of us have been in Bible studies for many years or, or going to church for many years and are very familiar with the Bible stories, et cetera. But focusing on things that stood out to us, mm-hmm. focusing on things that, oh, I didn't noodle that before. You know, all of a sudden that's sticking out now. Funny how I didn't notice that, you know, and you can glean a lot of information from that. All right. Well, I, I see uh, in the comments coming in right now and the what what our listeners can't see, the emphatic head nods around this room. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, man. We'll, we'll get a post up uh, this week on the Facebook page. We'll, we'll give you the episode numbers. I know Tina just said them verbally, but we'll also post them up so that you know uh, what to listen to if you want to go back and invest a little time hearing the discussion up to date. And then Tina, am I correct that we're reading 16 through 20 to discuss next week? We actually already read 16 through 20. Okay, so what are we reading? So we would be reading 21 through 25. 21 through 25 it is. All right, Genesis 21 through 25. And if you're having a problem with Mixler, we have a page right now called gsrlive.mixler.com. And if you can't uh, navigate the Mixler app, you can go to that page. It's gsrlive.mixlr.com. And you can go there and just click on the live now, and then you can follow us. There's a follow button in the upper right-hand corner. It makes it all easy, and you can get to the uh, latest recordings. And and Fritz, if I'm hearing you correctly, if I don't have the Mixler app, if I just go to this website, I can just listen live right from the website? You absolutely can. Excellent. Excellent. Just press that little... uh, little play button there in the middle of the globe and uh, you got it. You you have us. And because uh, I know sometimes the Mixler app itself can be hard to negotiate mm-hmm. for folks that, you know, so at least now we have a web page that's live and they can listen live and they can also, we're uploading all the past recordings. So uh, be patient with us. We're getting them on there. I think I've got all of uh, 22 to current and 21. So working backwards. Great. And then, of course, if uh, you want to learn more about just this this ministry in general or any of the history, godstoriesradio.com is where the, the main, main homepage is. And I'm sure that links to this new page as well, correct? Yes. Okay. And they can get to all of the recordings all the way back to number one through the website. I don't know the reason why Spotify and... Uh, most of the uh, platforms that we're on don't go back that far. But I think our, our membership with Spotify was 100 in or something like that. I'm not sure. But yeah, you can get all the way back to number one on the website. So www.godstoriesradio.com. And there is also a little button on the front there. If the Lord pricks you to uh, throw a little change in the jar. It all uh, It keeps us going. It really does. We appreciate it. Thank you, Donnie Seeger. We appreciate you, brother. All right. And last but not least, don't forget to jump onto the Facebook. Uh, yep. At God Stories Radio, you can follow us there and keep up with, uh, sounds like we're going to get some posts up, letting you know from week to week what we're going to be focused on. And uh, we'd love to to have you get in touch, stay in touch. Yeah. Tina, what if they want to, what if they do read? And they feel nudged. They say, you know what? I'd really like to come on and unpack some of this uh, scripture with with the gang one night. How do they get in touch? 
Yeah, it, they can definitely send us an email at godstoriesradiotina at gmail.com and just let us know, uh, you know, who you are, a little bit about yourself, uh, you know, what specifically you'd like to talk about, etc. Um, and, you know, we'd be happy to reach out and, and chat with you if we feel that it's a it's a good fit. We'll contact you and get you on the show. So and just to be clear, we are still a testimonial based podcast. So if you want to give your testimony, if the Lord is nudging you to give your testimony or a God story, we'll take it. Absolutely. And yeah. if you don't, uh, if you're not a person that can really talk into a mic or gets gets shy in a studio, write it down. We've read them before. Absolutely. We'll take it. Yep. Yep. Well, I'll tell you, it's uh, it's good to be back on the air. It's it's That's good to have you, Joe. Man, you just bring such a nice vibe in here. Well, I, I appreciate it, but I, I think you know, let's let's just pause for a moment and just lift up, lift up this moment, lift up the the room, lift up the the platform that we have. I I just think it's important to say, Heavenly Father, God. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to be sitting here today. Thank you for the, the skills and the abilities that you've given that allow this, this ministry to happen. Thank you for the miracles that you've worked. We heard in episode 301 about the, the absolute miracles that happened for our brother Fritz recently from a medical perspective. And thank you for the community that you've built around us to help through these difficult times. Father, we know that we will never fully understand what's happening, why it's happening, your timing, your plan. But we trust you. And together as a community, we, we, we love you. Lord, please bless all of the, the listeners, the folks that are with us live tonight, those that are going to listen in the future. And God, continue to guide us as we navigate the future of God Stories Radio. Help us to understand what you want us to say, what message you want us to get out in the world. For Lord, none of this is about us or our story at the end of the day. We're here to spread your word and your story. So thank you. Thank you, God, for this opportunity. In Jesus's holy, holy name, we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Joe, for being here. And then I hope that you're here a lot more. I know you're getting ready to start traveling a bit with your job, but when you're here, we'd, we'd love to have you. Absolutely. Your family to the show. So, babe, any closing uh, remarks? No, not really. <laughs> well, all right then. Well, once again, if you want to share a testimony, if you want, if you have feedback on scripture, something you want to discuss, if you want to come in the studio, that is God Stories Radio Tina at gmail.com. The website, once again, is www.godstoriesradio.com and it's gsrlive.mixler.com. And that about wraps it up for session 302. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. Oh, I'm Joe. And he's Joe. Just remembered. 
Hey, everybody, (laughs) have a good night and God bless. Have a good night. God bless you.